0: Hey everybody, welcome to the starting a counseling practice podcast. We are here today with another story of a therapist growing their private practice. Today she'll be sharing about starting a private practice in a saturated market in particular. So you do want to introduce um, people with your name, your specialty, where you're located, and your website address.
1: Okay. My name is Amy McManus. I'm an LMFT. I'm located in LA, specifically Westside, Venice Beach, Marina Del Rey area. And I help high achieving young women manage their stress and anxiety and build healthy relationships. And a lot lot of them come to me uh, right before, during, or right after a breakup. And we unpack what happened, look at attachment injuries that contributed to the dynamic, and then I give them skills and tools to build a healthy relationship the next time.
0: I love that. I love how clear you are about who you serve and how you serve. That was beautifully spoken. Thank you. Yeah, okay. you guys really helped with that. With all, that,
1: with <laughs> all the, um, you know, all the worksheets and stuff, the ideal client
0: and the avatar, all that stuff really helped. That's awesome. And um, can you share in one minute or less why you decided to become a therapist? There, therapy helped me and my family.
1: And I just, I, I loved it. I loved the process. I was intrigued by
0: psychology and all that stuff. Um, Fantastic. So that's why. And what year did you decide to go into private practice?
1: Oh, well... I knew that's what I was gonna do from the get-go when I went
0: to grad school and everything. Um, so that was like 2011. Okay, awesome. So you went to grad school in, in 2011 or you start you finish? Right, right. I, started my,
1: I started my private practice in
0: 2016. Okay, awesome. So you went to grad school 2011, started at 2016. It, I get the sense that you may have even had some other careers before.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I was in sales um, I was a buyer for Macy's I did a bunch of other things that actually have a lot of psychology in them and then for decades I was a mom
0: I raised four kids that's awesome so you came back in you decided to open your practice in 2016 um, actually, it was really 2017 I did the program
1: in October of 2016 but I didn't have an office and really all systems go until mid-2017
0: Okay. So, and when you say the program, you're talking about the business school bootcamp. Yes. yes, yes. For, <laughs> for therapists. So you enrolled in a program before you were even open. You started getting some support for how to do your, the business side of private practice. Yeah, because I had no idea how to approach that. Mm-hmm. Even after all your years in these different businesses.
1: Yeah, but I hadn't ever run my own business. Yeah. You know, it's a whole different thing.
0: Yeah. So what were the the steps that you learned and the things that that you did that you see are different for you in a saturated market um, when you were opening up your practice? So
1: when I did um, part of my internship, I worked in a private practice and I just had a couple of clients I wanted to get my feet wet. And I was in uh, Westwood Century City area by UCLA. Mm And it was so saturated there. So if you look at that zip code, which is a very small area, there were 20 pages on psychology today. So 400 therapists just in that zip code. And so I knew I would only come up 5% of the time, even on the first page. Mm -hmm. We didn't really, nobody in that zip code really gets much from psychology today. Mm -hmm. I thought starting out, I wanted to have that be in my favor. So I did a little study of the demographics of the area and I found Um, An area, zip code, a town, uh, a neighborhood close to my home that had, you know, high enough median income where people might be looking for therapists and also wasn't saturated. So I opened my first and also where the offices were less expensive. So I found an inexpensive office in Mar Vista where there were only two pages at the time on Psychology Today. Mm-mm. And I got, a lot of, I got a lot
0: of calls from Psychology Today because I came up 50% of the time. Right, just those little changes. I hear that question so much where somebody says, does Psychology Today work for you? And people go, yeah, it's great, you should do it. And I always like, kind of get frustrated because it's like, no, like, here's how you decide if it makes sense for you to do Psychology Today you know, yes, do the free trial for anyone listening, always do the free trial of psychology today. But this is a great example of it's going to have a much bigger impact. If it's only one or two pages of therapists, it could give you a significant source of, of referrals. But if you have 20 pages of therapists, <laughs> that's a whole different story. So I love that you understood that and knew that and used those numbers to make a decision. And I I also love how you broke it down by zip code in terms of, you know, just looking at the idea of, okay, I'm in LA, it's saturated, there's a ton of therapists, like this feels really overwhelming. And you started to look and find the numbers and find your little spot in the sand, you know? Yeah. In fact, now I'm in, right on the border of
1: Marina Del Rey and Venice Beach, um, Silicon Beach, they're calling it now, and which is really my demographic. The offices are a lot more expensive here, but once my business got going, I could afford it. Mm-hmm. And um, same deal. Marina Del Rey and Venice Beach both have just a couple pages. So mm-hmm. I come up early on both. Also, okay. if you change your Psychology Today profile every now and then, you know, just like rewrite the whole blurb and everything, that'll pop you up on the front sometimes too.
0: Isn't that interesting? It's such a fascinating, fascinating piece of the way that the algorithm works um, to keep people engaged and, um, and there. So tell us about that first year in private practice in a saturated market. What did it look like in terms of phone calls and finances and growing your practice?
1: First year was really about figuring stuff out. Um, I was too scared to really do what you said, a niche way down. Mm. Which I should have done. Once I did that, everything changed. Um, But also my SEO kicked in at that point. So the first year I didn't really make any money. But the good news was I had clients I loved. Like really almost 100% clients I loved. Mm -hmm. And I had a schedule I loved because I took your advice on that. Envisioned my perfect schedule and... I'm a night owl, I have kind of a particular thing. So I see clients in the morning, then I take a big midday break Mm -hmm. and um, I'm a cyclist, so I can go for a long bike ride, that kind of thing. And then I go back to work till like nine o'clock at night. So it also works with my demographic, who's Mm. working in the middle of the day and they don't want to come. So I was really lucky that way, things went together. And as long as I stuck with that, people say, oh, I can't really come at that time. I'd be like, well, I don't have anything else. And then all of a sudden they could come at that time.
0: Hey, it's Kelly. Are you enjoying today's episode? There is so much more to starting your private practice. That's why we created Business School for Therapists. It's our lifetime access business building program created especially for you and all the future stages of practice that you are going to go through. If you're ready to join a community that supports you, that to have access to a massive library of private practice trainings covering everything from creating your vision to setting your fee to getting you legally covered and more, this is for you. Simply go to bit.ly slash therapist business school to get started. It's magic, isn't it? Yeah.
1: (laughs) You guys really gave me the confidence to stick to my guns and it's made all the difference. Mm -hmm. It's a lifestyle, you know, Mm -hmm. that I can have with this schedule is fantastic.
0: And you mentioned that it took you a while to really like lean into the niche. What was the, what was the turning point or what was the, the mindset shift that you had where you finally said like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and like really dive into this into this niche, what shifted for you?
1: I don't know if I know what shifted. I just, I just realized who I really loved working with and I wanted to see if that could work. And also um, the young men, women I was working with were referring me to their friends. Mm. You know, so I started to get like fourth generation of friend referring a friend referring a friend. And I really loved working with those people so I decided to really gear my website to that. So that was the second round I did of boot camp where I reworked it and came up with largely what I have now.
0: Mm-hmm. And I love that piece too of it was that it sounds like it was doing the clinical work and realizing how much you loved it and wanting mm-hmm. to support the people that were in front of you that inspired you to go like, well, what would it look like if my website spoke to these people that I'm talking to right here and right now, where when their friends tell them about it, they're like, yes, this is exactly what I need. Like, this is the the person's going to help me get unstuck and figure out, you know, this pattern of breakups and makeups and, you know, bad relationships and all of that and finally get to the bottom of it. Like, that's rad. I love it. Yeah. It's, um, you know, when the
1: friends call me, they just
0: want to make an appointment.
1: But even when people call me that they found me in psychology of the day or seen my website, they need very little convincing. You know, they say, oh, you felt like you were speaking right to me and all that stuff. You told us what happened that
0: I was skeptical about. <laughs> and you mentioned the idea of SEO kicking in. I know some people are listening. It's a little more common that people know what that is. So search engine optimization, basically meaning that, your website started to show up on searches that your ideal clients were, were doing where they were searching for breakup therapist or whatever it is in Los Angeles. And you were actually popping up or therapist near me and you were popping up. How did you, in that first year, what were the tasks that you did to build up your website so that it would show up in a saturated market?
1: Well, I'm a writer. I love writing. And so I just started blogging. It was really intimidating at first to blog. And I thought, you know, I don't, I don't have anything new to say. Hmm. Right. And then you guys encouraged me and some colleagues encouraged me that, you know, if I spoke from my own voice, it would sound different and it would speak to the people, you know, I would continue to speak to the people who really were my clients, you know? So the more I did it, the more comfortable I was, the more, now I love doing it when I have the time, I, I do it all the time, but that really helps with SEO because I was getting a new page on my blog you know, like every two weeks. And so now I have, I don't know, like 60, 80 blog posts that people can go through. And I also did HARO, mm-hmm. Help a Reporter Out. And I was quoted, again, probably every couple of weeks, I think 20 different articles on the first, in the first year. And major publications like Washington Post, Forbes, U.S. News and World Report, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so that was helpful. And then I did all the little tricks like, um, alt image tags on the back end of the website and that kind of stuff. You know, I did some research on
0: little SEO tricks. Mm-hmm. And how did you learn all that stuff? Did you, cause I know you're a part of boot camp. Did you feel like you were doing kind of the process of boot camp, where you're kind of filling in gaps. Like what did life look like for you as you were learning and actually implementing all of these pieces as a new business owner?
1: I actually looked up an SEO course and it was a, a short course and I did that. But what I found later was a lot of stuff is actually in the wiki on bootcamp that I just wasn't, it just didn't dawn on me to search for sometimes, you know. <laughs> I was so overwhelmed by everything I found on there, you know. I didn't think, um, so, but information is out there, you know, mm-hmm. to find out how to do that. So I would just, when I would be interested about something, I would just research it, figure out how to do that.
0: Yeah. And how did you feel about coming into the community as someone who's joining boot camp or you know you're starting private practice and you're starting from scratch and kind of going and connecting in with a community of people that people are at all these different spaces. What did that feel like initially to kind of come into this place where there are people who are really successful, there are other people who are starting out, there are people that are someplace in the middle. How did you feel kind of coming into that space?
1: I'm trying to remember specifically because I joined several different communities and it's always kind of intimidating to hear people say things like, oh, you know, six months, my business was full. And, you know, I'd be at six months, like not full. Um, Mm -hmm. Worried about that and thinking, oh, I want to be that person. Um, But at the same time, there was a lot of nurturing, a lot of, you know, I, I kept doing the boot camp. I kept coming back and doing it again to get that support. And more and more I would feel it. And then in LA, there's quite a few people who are doing it. And so sometimes there are groups of people who get together um, and work on stuff. So that's
0: also, that's also a great support system. Yeah. And what does your private practice look like today? Today, it's great. It's, um, it's full of clients I love. Tell like how many days a week do you work? Um, oh, you know, um, like what, how does it feel in terms of flow and all of that? So I have
1: 20 slots on my calendar. It's three and a half days worth so that I can get also a three and a half day weekend um, and, you know, go skiing or go away for the weekend or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the way I like to do is just really consolidate it. Um, I have 24 clients And I just got three referrals this week. So I don't know how many of those will stick, but a lot of them go, you know, they move from coming every week to every other week. There's a lot of schedule juggling. Mm -hmm. I do. My goal is to see 16 or 17 clients a week. And Mm -hmm. I've been hitting that consistently for the last few months. I think this is going to be my best year yet. But the truth is they're all great clients. So that's really, and it's in a good schedule. And a lot of that matters, you know, the most to me is that, I just, I just love my days, you know, doing therapy.
0: What advice would you have for other therapists who are, um, who are thinking about starting a private practice in a saturated market? Well, I would say do those demographic studies. Um,
1: that really helps. Definitely niche down because, you know, if you scroll through Psychology Today or any other therapy directory. Um, and everybody looks the same, your chances of being picked are small. So so figure out what really, you know, where your passion is and and try to go for that.
0: Fantastic.
1: And follow the exercises, you know, the avatar and the journal and all that stuff.
0: And for people that are listening to this, and they're trying to decide um, about doing business school boot camp, what advice would you have for them? Someone who's saying like, just starting out, I'm a saturated market, not making any money yet, like, what would you tell them?
1: Well, I would say the return on investment is great. I mean, you guys offer the most value um, of any of the programs I've seen. I've done a couple. Um, mm-hmm. And I just keep coming back to yours every year. It's this incredible opportunity to have that there, you know, twice a year, this year, three times. So whatever, you know, some... Of that can fit into your schedule one way or another. And you can revisit each year I've revisited. Um, and, you know, one year I worked on business systems, one year I worked on websites, that kind of thing. Um, sorry, what else was the question?
0: No, I think that was <laughs> a question. I have a, I have a kind of follow-up question too. I know a lot of times people feel like when they're doing an online program, they wonder whether they'll get like real, like one-on-one, like individual support. How would you describe the level of support that you get in the bootcamp?
1: It's great. You have to ask for it, you know, you have to engage. So if you do the, if you work on stuff and then ask for feedback, it's, you guys are super responsive Mm -hmm. and, you know, your comments are are really helpful. You know, it's not just intuitive stuff. It's stuff based on, you know, all your years of working with people and knowing what works. So that's really, that's really invaluable. I try to really block out at least a couple of days each time you're doing bootcamp so I can ask all my questions as you know. I'm always, 10 <laughs> yes. more questions from Amy
0: today. <laughs> It's fantastic. It was just like, all right, I can tell Amy's in the classroom today. (laughs) We're sending you videos on your website. You will go through every single page on your website doing like, oh, here's, hey, I want a video review of this page. I did the checklist. Awesome. Hey, here are three things you can change. You'll be like, I did it. Can you check it? Yep. I checked. No, that's perfect. Or like, no, put this a little to the left. And you just, you go in and take action, which is something um, I absolutely love about having you as a boot camper is that you show people what it's like to carve out some time to and to put the work in and then to immediately take the action and and to be able to see the the shift and change and to go like oh my gosh this looks and feels so much better and you're just always taking action which is really really powerful and gives you the time then once it's done to just kind of like cruise and enjoy your practice and enjoy your day-to-day life
1: yeah i kind of set aside those times and then i don't worry about it so much in between
0: Mm.
1: you know it's like i know one of those times i'm going to work on something else kind of take things to the next level and in between i'm not sweating you
0: know i really really love that (laughs) well if you are um, like amy and wondering about um, private practice you need some support uh, know that you can check out the private practice challenge on our website at zinni.me.com. We have a free private practice challenge. And also you can get on the um, interest list for boot camp um, at bschoolbootcamp.com forward slash about and um, get some free trainings along the way. Amy, oh, I never see said my website so if people want to check it out. Oh, how did that? Ha- that is I what we forgot. missed. I forgot. There- yeah. If people
1: want to check it out and see what I've been doing. Um, yes.
0: ThriveTherapyLA.com. And it's, really gorgeous guys she has some videos engaged with it the one piece that i'm looking at that i was like when you were talking about all the places you've been quoted i would love to see that um possibly on your home page where it says like as seen in for some social proof um, that you can engage in with the places you've been quoted in media kind of up level oh instead of on the about page yeah It's great on the about page, but it's great to have it right there when somebody clicks in where they can say, oh, yes, wow, she's been in the Washington Post. Like it kind of like elevates um, who you are as a therapist and gives you more, um, I want to say validity, you know what I mean? Social proof. Yeah. Yeah, I think what I'm going to do
1: is make it clickable and go to a page where I have a list of all the articles so people can click on the various articles.
0: It's great. You can also, you don't have to, you can make it clickable, but you don't have to. You can just, just there visually. So you're not sending them into a different place. You're just giving them the visual of, oh, wow. She's been everywhere. She's awesome. Okay. Okay. All right. Sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. (laughs) All right, Amy, I will see you in the next round of boot camp. I'm sure. And for the rest of you go out there, know that your dreams can come true. You can have a happy,